0: I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. Hello and welcome to Cortez NYC Livestream, the podcast. This show broadcasts twice a week out of New York City. We are your hosts, Cortez NYC. En
1: de Puerto Rico.
0: And on the show, we talk about art, creativity, city life. From a Latino perspective, I'm a visual artist.
1: And I'm a singer.
0: And this is episode 29, Drawing Spirits.
1: As always, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and also on social media on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr.
0: Don't forget, at the end of the month, I will be at the Street Art Expo here in Queens. Go to thestreetartexpo.com to get more information. I will be there in Artist Alley signing. Drawing and selling original art
1: We also want to say rest in peace To Anthony Verdain who was a real inspiration For us and a shout out to Va Por Nosotras Podcast we have been listening To you guys and it's awesome
0: Alright I have some principles of art That I'm gonna go down A list of Um, I have two lists I have one called The principles of art one called the elements Of design and Just like the belief systems that we've been studying in preparation for this Mm -hmm. conversation. When we go start going through these concepts, you're gonna see how these concepts somehow begin to inform the way you see the world around you. And it forms a belief system with an artist, the way that an artist sees the world. So let's start with the elements of design, because I think these are the cleanest ones. Number one is line. Straight lines, curved lines, thick lines, thin lines i always remember the quote about the shortest distance between two spaces the straight line you know mm-hmm. um i think line in life right don't we talk about getting in line for something or yeah. forming lines for things
1: yeah
0: get in line
1: line <laughs> is always like the um structure kind of thing yeah that you have to follow Organ- organization organizational yeah yeah
0: when you're drawing you do have to pay attention to line and that's one of the One of the things, one of the elements that you should pay attention to, when when you're drawing, you're looking at the contour of something. The line that you see is not exactly the line that you're drawing with your hand. The idea in your head, what is that line that you imagine that you're seeing in that object, right? Making that concept a reality. So it forms a belief system in you that whenever you go to draw, you're looking to make a line or to describe a line. The next item is shape. What is the shape of something? Is it an oval? Is it a triangle? Is it, you know, is it organic? Is it geometric? Different kinds of uh, geometric shapes. That is something also that is kind of like a belief system because mm-hmm. we invent the concept of shape mm-hmm. when we and see. And
1: that's that's the first attempt. I guess that an artist or anybody that wants to be an artist has to learn. Like the first things they have to learn is how to make a perfect geometrical figure right or how to work with the geometrical figures in order to make something that is from real life
0: yeah and and so between uh, right there you already have two tools you have lines and you have shapes and Uh between those two you already begin to do something right right whether you're writing your name or you're drawing a figure the next one is form is it is it something that is three-dimensional or Mm two-dimensional you know that kind of form form is something that makes it kind of like when you look at a a circle and you don't you don't know if that circle is a sphere Mm -hmm. or just a circle a flat circle Mm -hmm. and you have to bring that to life you have to decide what is that shape um what what form does that shape have so form is another one um color is another element Mm -hmm. you know you can do a lot with black and white but color is another element to creating art to drawing and all this stuff that you do have to take into account um texture is another element of design where if you don't have texture you can't tell what's the surface of something and and you don't have that tactile sensation you don't you don't have the description of tactile form Um, and space that's the last one on this list space is the area around or within or between objects so i mean just with those things alone line shape form color texture space these things form the way you view your life you know texture informs everything in your house everything in your clothes everything in your food mm-hmm. um space you know when you're when you're in a subway car and you feel cramped and you feel like don't people understand personal space well that's because you're viewing things a certain way they don't have that same perspective you know when you're in a subway and everybody's all sitting right next to you and you're like but there's plenty of room on the other side of the train why is everybody next to me yeah that's your inner artist with a certain criteria for space and the distribution of space you know and the way things should be designed and aligned um so
1: following this list and following this concept is gonna help you to make you think like the perfect design or at least the ideal design
0: i mean yes it can help you it can help you to make better designs Mm -hmm. i don't think it's intended to make you make perfect designs. I think these are principles that people laid out in order for you to have some guidance as to something to strive for. Okay. And 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 that it forms a belief system. Like what you believe in as an artist when you sit down to design something. So
1: maybe these are things that you have to keep in mind.
0: You keep them in in mind. In order
1: to create something that makes sense.
0: And in order to choose right from wrong. Okay. While you're making a piece of art. So so that you don't view everything as a mistake. I see. And for you to continue your drawing or your or your piece of art, your painting, it, it is something to guide you Mm -hmm. in in, to evaluate Mm -hmm. your decisions as you are designing in a a piece of art okay then there's this other there's other list i found which was uh principles of art and this one has some similar ones but i think there's a slight differences so they have the first one here they have is pattern Hmm. so Mm -hmm. pattern uh sometimes can be confused with texture you know, texture can be like a wooden texture. or texture could be like a plastic shine or a metallic chrome texture.
1: And something that you can feel, Correct. right? Mm-hmm.
0: Pattern can be texture, but... And also texture can be pattern. Pattern is the repetition of items. The repetition of elements to create a pattern. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be an even pattern. And I think when patterns become uneven and more organic, they become almost textures. So there is a pattern let's say in uh the 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 surface of a tree Mm -hmm. the tree bark that has a pattern it has a texture too it's a texture and a pattern uh the leaves the way that the leaves are on the tree that's it forms a pattern if you look for the pattern you can organize that pattern but it has a, a random pattern and nature has many random patterns that end up being confused with texture or pattern depending on how you see it So pattern is one of those that are kind of like interchangeable. But pattern, I think in our lives, we look for patterns all the time.
1: Yeah. And I think that it also relates to more of the designs and the shapes that you can see, but you cannot necessarily touch. And that's why I was making the difference between texture means something that you can touch, that you can feel. True. But pattern is something that you can see
0: very true. But not
1: necessarily feel.
0: True. And pattern pattern could also be elements that create a pattern in a composition that uh-huh, are not yeah, necessarily yeah. a pattern like a fabric pattern. Right. Yeah, yeah. So it could be like four people sitting in a row mm-hmm. and then you have another four people sitting on the other side and that forms like a pattern of like fours mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. So th- th- when you're laying composition down, when you're drawing, when you're painting, patterns play a row, and we look for them mm-hmm. I've had people tell me in my paintings <laughs> which is hilarious somebody was telling, counting the skulls in the painting that I did <laughs> and they were telling me yo but you have seven skulls and I see that you put three on this side and four on that side and, and he was like
1: why? yeah and <laughs> I was like
0: I just did it like that <laughs> maybe I unconsciously I did a pattern that uh-huh. he picked up on uh-huh. and I did it unconsciously but people look for patterns yeah. they look for patterns in life they look for patterns around them all the time um, I think it helps us to kind of see continuity in life, you know, mm-hmm. to kind of mm-hmm. see a uh, structure in life. Mm-hmm. Um, so another one on this list, number two on this list is emphasis. Emphasis is um, what grabs your attention. What's the main idea in the piece, right? So this is another c- a concept of drawing or painting or design is emphasis. And when you look at a painting or you look at a drawing, you, you look to see what did the artist emphasize in his painting? What was the main focus? And if you have a painting that has no emphasis, you're doing nothing because people look for that. So if you don't have it, you're, they're like, what are you doing here? That's true. Um, mm-hmm. And I think we look for emphasis and focus in life, right? Yeah. Like in life, we are constantly looking for like what's the main focus? What's the, And things that don't grab our attention, we kind of ignore and just yeah, let it you know
1: in every new situation every situation you're looking for what's the main focus what's happening that i have to really pay attention to
0: exactly mm-hmm. um uh, this is a big one the next one this is a big one that i think most of us will agree exists in life is variety mm-hmm. this is a drawing principle a principle of art also a principle for painting drawing compositions variety but it's also a principle for life, right? Variety. And I think artists indulge in this the most. We're always looking for variety. We're looking for that new inspiration. Mm-hmm. We don't want every day to be the same day. you yeah. know. Um, yeah, they're describing variety here as an assortment of lines, shapes, colors, and other elements of art in the artwork. So variety is, um, it can also be like contrast, but it's not. It's variety is like, let me give you those lines. Let me give you those shapes. Let me give you some textures. Let me give you some patterns. Let me give you a variety of all these things in one situation so that, so that you're looking around and, and your eye is entertained and your um, attention is kept. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think in life, variety, when you're looking for something to break the monotony, Yeah. you know you have those days where you've been doing the same thing every day for a week and you're like god what can i do to make it different and suddenly you do that little thing or you watch a movie or something that changes it and Mm -hmm. you're like you're brand new like you're a whole new person right yeah um all right so that's variety next one is another good one that is both a drawing principle and a life principle which is unity how the elements work together how they fit together so the artwork looks complete
1: Wow!
0: Don't we look for that? Don't we look at how everything fits together and works together? Don't we look for unity constantly? Don't we see it? Don't we say it? Not unity like unity amongst all of us, but unity like that things tie together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We do it unconsciously. We look. We look to see that what we ate for breakfast makes sense with what we ate for lunch.
1: <laughs> yeah. <You laughs> true. Know? True. What
0: we're wearing. How does it reflect on our day later? True. If we got up today and put this on, and how does that mean for later or? Yeah tying things together that, that don't relate mm-hmm. in real life they're not really connected mm-hmm. but we do it right we, we do this constantly and and i think artists do it even more because we train ourselves to follow these rules we're living this life of constantly trying to find well, how does this connect to that how does it, it you know stakes
1: takes on your unconscious exactly mm-hmm.
0: all right another one i think a lot of us will agree see all of these are things <laughs> that i think we're all gonna agree balance yeah balance is a principle of art Mm -hmm. that also is a principle of life seeking balance
1: so you see there's so many it's not contradictions but it's like try to make your brain work in order for you to have variety yes and balance at the same time Exactly. Because yeah, if yeah. you have a lot of things in one painting it can be very messy. No, it, but then you have yeah. to have balance in order for it to make sense. And then it's the same with life. Yep. You wanna have so many things but you cannot have it all because then it will not be balanced.
0: Yep. No, this is um that's why I was when I introduced this whole subject right now, I was like, This is a belief system mm-hmm. and this is a, a something that we all agreed on yeah like everybody who participates in this agrees that this makes sense otherwise you don't become an artist right and
1: very interesting
0: and it's and it's 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 um, they're not laws written in stone but if you talk to other artists about this list they agree with you they go oh yes of course
1: yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes this makes total sense um, I like what you were saying where you when you were saying that some contradict others or some are meant some of these rules kind of work with other rules mm-hmm. I agree with you it kind mm-hmm. of gives you the options and you have to find how to work them together kind of like in religious beliefs free will free will exactly they're trying to give you the free will you decide what you do with these things I'm going to present to you the good guy the bad guy
1: the mm-hmm.
0: heaven and hell and, and exactly. you decide <laughs> and, and, and a good artist finds a way to make all these things work together and make make it universal for everybody to appreciate so Mm -hmm. balance balance so balance is broken into a few things symmetrical asymmetrical and radial balance um compositions that are symmetrical are even left and right perfectly balanced asymmetrical compositions tend to have more of a focus or or weight distributed on one side to balance out the the lack of elements on the other side and they kind of work off of each other and radial balance comes from the center out. Mm. It Starts in the middle and, and works its way outwards. Mm-hmm. And I think all these things—they kind of—we kind of look for that. And when you look at how you, like we were saying, in the home, yeah. especially, you know, in your workspace when you're working, how do you try to balance out a clean area from a messy area? And a, you know, and you're constantly trying to move things around. That's just the way we are as humans.
1: Yep.
0: The next one: rhythm and movement. Rhythm and movement. I think this is very Latino, huh? (laughs) Um, Yep. So this one's on the list and it's defined as a regular repetition of the elements of art to create a sense of rhythm and or movement. So you're taking all your little pieces that can be part of the unity or they can be part of the pattern or they can be part of whatever it might be, the lines, the shapes. So you're taking these elements and as you're creating your composition, your drawing, you're trying to make them move. You're trying to make the eye move with them. Um, you're trying to make a rhythm. You might do uh, a rhythm of like, let's say three elements here, and then again, another three elements there, and then maybe you do another two over there. And then, then they don't make a pattern, but they build a rhythm. And as you, as your eye travels across the piece, you see the progression of the of the shapes. Also, you could do it with color.
1: There's a very famous piece um, by a Puerto Rican art- artist and painter, and it's called El Velorio, mm-hmm. and it has a lot of characters and a lot of things going on in the piece, and I feel like it does what you are describing. He put so many things, but at the same time balance, but at the ta- same time with the light, with the lighting and everything, makes it to have a focus, but then... You can look around and have a perspective and a movement and a rhythm for the whole story that makes the person that is looking at the piece feel like okay i understand what he's trying to do Hmm. um so yeah that description of the movement remind me of that piece yeah so
0: i think and i think in life don't we look for rhythm and movement yeah when we say man that's not working with my flow (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. man you're ruining my vibe or my flow <laughs> or my my rhythm yeah you know what i mean i was in a rhythm oh, why'd you why'd you interrupt me yeah i think we all look for that and it's a made-up concept but it i think i think it's something that we all live by we all work with that all right another one on this list the next one is proportion proportion is i think something that is very important in art in visual art very important in drawing extremely important in drawing Um, If you don't have good proportion in drawing, you're not going to make a very good drawing. Mm. You can can have bad proportion in a painting more easily than you can in a drawing. Proportion is how parts fit together to make a whole. The size relations, this includes scale, um, exaggeration, something that's very miniature, something that's very monumental. So how, how proportion is how do all the parts work together to, to make a whole? So when you make a composition, a painting or a drawing, you within that shape, within that within that frame, you have to fit all your shapes in there. You have a limited amount of room to make big shapes and small shapes. So as you're putting big shapes, you're minimizing the amount of space that you have for the other elements so those become smaller, or vice versa. If you're doing a lot of small shapes, then you have to kind of extend out to the bigger shapes and how you put these things together is proportion proportion can also obviously mean like anatomy and size relation Mm -hmm. and you know proportion of the body
1: that's what I was thinking of
0: but proportion also means inanimate objects proportion can also mean in composition how you lay out a still life if you're uh, doing an illustration of maybe a sofa in a living room Mm -hmm. and then you're drawing the pillows on the sofa those pillows The scale and the proportion of those pillows to the sofa in relation to the wall behind it in relation to the lamp that's next to it the proportion of these items aren't just to be realistic but they're also to to work with everything else the rhythm the 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 pattern the all these things and in some cases like let's say picasso Mm -hmm. who did uh cubist art his proportions were totally crazy right but he, had, but he did them consciously. He mm-hmm. consciously exaggerated their proportions, making a head very big or a hand very small to bring your attention to the head mm-hmm. instead of the hands. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And if you look at some of the classical artists that you think might be photorealistic, they're not. If you really look at their figures and you look at the proportions, they exagger- a lot of times they exaggerated the heads that made the heads bigger because the person was important so they wanted to show the, the resemblance of the face that the face looked like the person it was supposed to be the portrait of the person so they would just do a big head with the smaller body and the body would be usually very simple and, and not detailed because they wanted to emphasize the head and that you know the, the figure the yeah. person um, so I think proportions another one that's important and then I think the last one on my list is going to be contrast between the between all your elements whether it's black white color or big shapes small shapes but having the variety of them (laughs) it it plays with the other one which was variety Mm -hmm. but in contrast so that they're not they're they're different enough that they give you that threshold Hmm. of from one to the other um, so if you're working with small shapes to big shapes, the contrast, are you working them slowly from small to big? Mm-hmm. Or are you going from very small to very big fast? So that, that contrast is what people look for. Um, contrast could also be in, in, if you're drawing something and you're drawing somebody very close and something that's very far, that exaggerated contrast, instead of putting the items closer together, if you exaggerate the contrast in the distance between the items, that can be a contrast. And these things can be used to grab attention, to, to be exciting. You know, if you see a painting that's very exaggerated contrast, very stark black and white, you know, it grabs your attention. If you if you lower the contrast, you make it very gray, that grabs your attention too. It brings, it draws you to other things in the painting. Um, and I think in life we look for contrast. I think the contrast that we look for, maybe today we want to, you know listen to some rock music mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden <laughs> wait, wait that song finished okay quiet time and now we put a little classical music or something yeah. or, or no music are we just you know what i mean yeah contrast it works with variety true but it's the exaggeration of so the change like the... or the non-exaggeration mm-hmm. or the the similarity of the change mm-hmm. is the contrast it's a knob that you play with right you 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 move that that needle back and forth until you find the right balance of contrast, mm-hmm. balance, contrast, variety, all the same words working together. This
1: is so contradictory. <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, I mean that's a, that's a list. Those are those are lists right there that I wanted to share with you guys. These are my lists of drawing and art principles that also apply to life.
1: So. From this list, what do you think you have used the most in your paintings or drawings Oof. to create a better style or a better I, composition?
0: I think for me, one because, of, one of my big ones is mm-hmm. is one of my big ones is movement.
1: Mm.
0: Movement is yeah. o- is one that I really, if it doesn't have movement, it's I, I walk away from it, I get bored. So there has to be some movement. Um texture. Pattern. Um
1: Because I've seen I mean seen, all of them, God. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I've seen <laughs> your your paintings have helped you with some paintings and I and draw well not drawings, but in paints. Okay. But um I know that you have used many of them, but I wonder if maybe that's one that you is your go-to to make a painting or drawing look better.
0: I, I think I think a movement, movement. I think I think rhythm and movement, rhythm movement. I think those two, because even even a painting that I've done or a drawing that I've done that's very of a very of a central figure, mm-hmm. I try to build movement with the shadows. And the and the colors right so that your eye so that your eye moves around the whole piece mm-hmm. and i spread it out so even in a, in a piece of lettering i i try to put enough of a motion and color and, and shadow and light so that your eye goes along the whole thing so i think movement if it doesn't have movement i'm not really that interested and i guess i guess that would be my foundation
1: Culture talk. Culture talk. This one is going to be a loaded one.
0: Yeah. Um, a lot of research went into this one.
1: Yeah, so for this culture talk, we're going to be talking about religion and different belief systems that exist within the Latin American culture community
0: i think before we do that we should just talk about belief systems okay what are our belief systems okay okay and
1: yeah yeah well um i was born and raised in a catholic belief system so i was baptized i went to a catholic school my whole life since pre-k to 12th grade I was really active in in school chorus and then in in church in the church by my house. Um, I was really active in the youth group, and it, it was because I've, I saw in church more than just a religion. I saw more like a community and a place where I can go and make friends and hang out with my friends and also um, well share the experience of. Um, having a connection with God and Jesus and all this stuff.
0: It was practiced in your home, like with your family, like your, yeah, your so media family, you guys practiced religion. Did you guys ever pray at home? No. Was it more just church? like go to It church? was
1: more church. And then if somebody will die, it will have like, you know, when somebody dies, they'll have like different prayers in the house. I don't know if they'll do I that. Never had, no? I never had that. So when somebody dies, they will have like, let's say like seven nights of oh, wow. people praying in their houses and they will play the rosary. Wow. Is is that what it's called in English? Rosary, rosary, yeah. They'll play the rosary, they'll have like different refreshments for the people that are going to your house to pray. Wow. So when my grandfather passed away, we did that and we had people coming over. So that's something that is very, it's, it's, it's in our culture, it's really cultural more than anything I feel. Um, so this was Back in Puerto Rico, I was doing all this, uh, then I went to, school, to the university, and when I went to university, I started to get more information that made me question a lot of things about church. So I, I kept going to church, but I was uh, criticizing a lot of things that was happening there. And then I moved to New York and once I moved to New York, I really just stopped going to church. I went through um, a couple of things that make me change my perspective about church and the judgment that can come out from people that are going to church and their views and their beliefs. So now I just believe in God and <laughs> don't really believe in the religious system. That's the problem, the system, okay. but not the belief.
0: I think that's pretty common (laughs) i think that's a lot of us a lot of us are in the same boat
1: yeah what about you
0: i think the same i was i was i was my family wasn't as religious i think as as your family was tied to a church i Mm -hmm. i don't think they were as tied to a church um i think my parents my parents were raised catholic and and i went to catholic school um i i was baptized i was confirmed i was uh yeah, I did all the things yeah mm-hmm. but um but i left it behind i mean i went to catholic school for three years um and i i, I had no interest in it mm-hmm. it it all it always seemed like just people talking to me it didn't seem mm-hmm. like a belief you yeah. know it didn't seem like anything that really was spiritual um but i you know but i and, and then now as an adult yeah i could care less about any of that stuff. And and if anything, having met people from other religions and and spoken and learned about other things, I, I, I I can't imagine just sticking to one thing and saying, yeah, this is the right thing. Or
1: that's another thing that when I came to New York and I got to meet so many people from so many different backgrounds, And I saw, and they explained to me what they believed, and I was like, okay, well, that makes sense for you. So who who am I to judge your belief? You know.
0: See, and that's the other thing. So now I just caught myself saying the right thing, as if there's a wrong thing, and that's very that's that's got a foundation in the Catholic, you know, upbringing. I think the funny thing about belief is if you believe something, if you have a belief system, it, sh- it shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter if it's right or wrong. Mm-hmm. It's your belief system. Mm-hmm. And I think the fact that we have the privilege to be able to even think about what's our belief system mm-hmm. makes it not a belief system that we're looking for. True. You know what I mean? We're We're looking it's true. We're looking for a right or wrong way to live. Yeah, yeah like or the right or wrong answer
1: i guess that we have it or, so easy that now we can think what's the right or wrong because people in the middle east that they have nothing just to believe in god because it's the only thing they have uh, yeah or uh, you yeah, know yeah. or yeah. to believe in nothing so or or they're not they're, they don't question it the, exactly but that's the point if it's
0: a real belief system you don't question it yeah and i think we're in a place where and we can question everything Mm -hmm. and i think it's made a lot of americans or people in the western culture you know skeptical of all religions and belief systems so all right so that's us we're a mess (laughs) i would i would even say i would even say like i would wish to be able to say i'm atheist but i can't because i believe in something i believe that there's a higher being i believe that there's I do believe that. There's no way that I cannot believe that. I do believe that.
1: Exactly. Um,
0: I believe that there's a connection between people. There's a connection between humanity. Um, the generations are connected. Um, nature is connected to us. We're connected to nature. I, I've seen that in my actual li- life. Mm-hmm. I've seen it firsthand how we are connected to things. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: that I, I can't deny.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, it's just yeah, organized religion. I just can't.
1: Exactly. That's.
0: And and the, and some of the other religions that I've learned about. I can't either because I'm just like they're just the same right the more I learn about it, the minute another religion takes another form right. I'm like yep that sounds just like what I just
1: <laughs> Exactly <laughs> like what exactly. I experienced yeah, and that's yeah, good yeah. enough for me mm-hmm. I get
0: it alright so that's us then we decided to say well let's look into what exists in Latino culture so give us your list what, what did you find out What yeah, so what is the prominent religions in in the Latin culture
1: yeah so some of the statistics I found it says that U.S. Hispanics are 55% Catholic, 22% Protestant, 18% unaffiliated, and 5% other.
0: And where's the J- Jewish and Muslims and all that in there? No. Other? I That's guess it's, it's
1: in the other too. Yeah. But um, then I found another uh, st- uh, study, and it was saying that... Um, Christians as a whole is at 77%, and that is divided then between evangelical Protestant, mainline Protestant, historically black Protestant, and then Catholic. So um, evangelical Protestant is 19% for Latinos, mainline Protestant 5%, um, then Catholic is 48%, uh, non-Christian faith is 2%, unaffiliated is at 20% which i think is high for latinos yeah. um and then um atheist is at 2% agnostic is at 2% and nothing in particular is 16% hmm. which i think is also high for latinos yeah um i but i yeah. never
0: i never think of latinos or latin culture or latin countries to have you know having let's say buddhists but i'm sure they're there
1: Oh, yeah, and I And
0: I never think of them having Hindus, but I'm sure there's Latino Hindus. Yeah. That's the thing that I think the stereotype is that all Latinos are Catholic, I guess, or Christian. There's
1: actually 1% Jewish and 1% Buddhist.
0: (laughs) I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, why not? Yeah. Why not? I mean, there's immigrants from all different places, you know, setting up shop in different countries. I know that the Jewish... I think the Jews in think it's in cuba or in argentina i think it is it's in argentina are they call them sephardic i think hmm. and and it's a it's like a i think it's a latin american version of, I of don't judaism it. yeah
1: yeah um and then um in another article that i found was saying that a majority of latinos are still catholic but growing numbers of them belong to evangelical churches according to the new report by the Pew Research Center. The report also shows that while the number of Latinos Catholic in the US continues to rise, the overall share of Latinos who call themselves Catholic is still dropping sharply. There has been a movement of Latinos once they move to the United States um, that convert into Protestant. The first generation that migrates to the United States, they feel a need to feel connected to their culture and also to their Spanish roots. So in Catholic Church is where they can find a mass and service that will be in Spanish for them. True. But then once they have babies and there's a new generation growing up in the United States, I think that that might be the shift where this new generation is looking for more of a connection to the United States culture, but still feel like they believe in God and they believe in whatever their parents taught them. And right. that's why they're moving into being other, Protestant right, or Protestant, other, gotcha. other religious um, beliefs, all, other belief systems.
0: Got it. So other beliefs in Latin America are um like santeria mm-hmm. and voodoo for the haitian community um also in in new orleans they have Voodoo, but santeria in the caribbean and in latin america it's a form of west african yoruba religion mixed in with christianity and catholicism yeah. mm-hmm. um i found the word the word is syncretized and i keep trying to <laughs> It's, it's the the word keeps messing with me, but yeah. so I, I the word is called syncretized, and the, the definition basically is that is that you're adapting relig- one religion to another. In Santeria, they're taking Orisha spirits of the Yoruba religion, and they're adapting them into the Catholic system. So, for example, um, Shango becomes Saint Barbara or Saint Jerome. Ocean is syncretized with the lady of charity or like the virgin mary that kind of character so they're taking spir- uh, spirits from one or deities from one religion and mm-hmm. adapting them into catholic saints and things like that yeah that's interesting i think it added in in one way it added to confusion because people don't underst- never really understood fully santeria but in a different way it helped because i guess it hid some of the old uh, african religion inside of the catholic belief the cover of the catholic belief you were telling me that you you saw that in puerto rico growing up you saw at yeah. least some form of Santeria, or
1: yeah even though even though we were uh catholic more than anything i i will see uh, at my house my grandmother will have like these small aloe plants in front of the house and that will mean like protection or something else. or they will all also believe that if that on the top of the door when you come in they will believe that if that failed or got destroyed that something bad was going to happen or that the person that came into the house was bringing something bad bad spirits bad vibes to the house um, things like that also my grandmother was like begin to like if you have like a stomach ache for somebody to touch your stomach and massage your stomach and pray that the stomach ache will go right away. So I think those are the type of like santeria type of things <laughs> that I saw. I think I growing think
0: up. old belief systems end up eventually adapting themselves and, and being confused as like superstitions. Yeah. You know, we call them superstitions or or we we call it like, you know, grandma beliefs or whatever, like old world beliefs. And they're probably old spiritual concepts that stayed in their head. Yeah.
1: And another thing is to say, um, that if we see let's say Catholicism and Santeria with clear eyes without knowing what which one is I think we will say that they're both the same, and same rituals and same things that we'll do in one you can do in another. So basically, we are doing the same in both. Like I don't understand why Santeria is always looked down at. Like Santeria is the bad one, Santeria is the crazy one, while Catholicism and Christianism is okay think, in Latino culture. At this. I
0: think I think race plays a part in it. You know In Santeria You, you do have um, The African deities And you have You have a black Virgin Mary You know what I mean You have like these saints That are African looking And that makes people You know Confused Because yeah. they, they're so used to And brainwashed Into seeing
1: It's crazy You
0: know Religious figures As being white Or being European looking
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, I mean a, Another Belief system That we came across In Latin America This is in South America Is the whole um uh, Pachamama belief, um the Earth Mother mm-hmm. that's from the Andes, from the Inca Empire. Um, and the, the Pachamama is basically it's it's a belief system and they still have indigenous people that still practice it and those they still do the rituals around the Machu Picchu and for the tourists and all that. And it's a belief in Earth. Pachamama is Mother Earth and she controls the earthquakes and the harvest and all that. She had two children, two twins, the the sun and the moon um, you know, she's the one that uh, also is syncretized with the Virgin Mary. So, yeah. uh, they say the vir- La Virgen of La Candelaria is the one that is associated with Pachamama. Mm-hmm. And, um, and this, this is like, you know, I mean, this is very new age and yoga and all that kind of stuff. Like, it's very like earth and back to nature and all that. But it's, it's got roots in, in, in something that that i think is more to our human nature yeah. than we'd like to to admit to admit yeah i mean in, th- in this modern time you know everybody wants to be like i don't believe in anything
1: mm-hmm.
0: right like I'm, I'm an atheist i don't believe in anything yeah but um but first of all as latinos we have so many belief systems yeah that you got to be believing in something because yeah. um, Latino culture, we have, we already said, it, we have so many races, so many cultures mixing together, so many belief systems mixing together. How are you going to go from all those things to not believing in anything? Right. And in these modern times, you know, people are, because of science and technology, people are, people are are even believing in science. You know, they, there's there's a belief in science, a faith that we have in science. Scientology. and Scientology. Well, it's not Scientology, but it's... Scientology is a different thing, but, um, no, but we have a belief, a, a faith in medicine. Right. We have a faith right. that the electricity works, Right. that if we don't have electricity, we feel like we're disconnected. Mm-hmm. We have a faith that communication and everything happens through the internet and that we can communicate with each other. And when it, when that doesn't happen, watch us freak out and panic, right. you know, so that we have this connection and this tie and this belief in all this technology that we're living in. That when we don't have that, you know, we would realize that it is a belief system that we have. We're living and adapting our lives according, and our habits and our rituals according to that. Um, and so to, for us to say, well, nah, but we're atheists. We don't believe in nothing. We don't believe in any of these religions because all these religions are all bogus and they're all blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You're, you're still believing in something. There's something that you believe in. There's There's some belief system that you have.
1: Yeah. You know? You know, we have it so impregnated in us um, that it will be very difficult to even to avoid saying let's say oh thank God oh gracias a Dios oh yeah. yeah I'm good because of God or I'm good estoy bien gracias a Dios because when you're wishing for something positive to come or when you're in a difficult situation unconsciously or consciously you are praying in your brain, to something. Yeah. And you are saying, and that thing or to that something is called God because it's the only name we have right now. Yeah. So we're saying, oh please God, give me this, give me that, <laughs> and that's very selfish because you don't talk to him or whatever in, in in the whole year, but that time when you need this or.
0: You know, it's it's, just, it's interesting. You just said him, and I was just thinking that the. the the one the one that we the pachamama Pachamama. is a is a female goddess
1: that's different yeah i mean
0: i think that's another interesting thing that there's other belief systems that include women in powerful positions and
1: even the yoruba one you have Oshun, you have yeah yeah i mean
0: i think that we're denying something in ourselves to not allow for those deities and those things to you know
1: come out to
0: come out yeah i mean
1: we are uh as countries we are very mixed we have so many different ethnicities and beliefs within us
0: and old beliefs and old superstitions and old concepts of habits and rituals that yeah, yeah. H- how can you believe that catholicism is the one is, is the, the is the beginning one. and the end yeah, yeah of everything that's not it's not possible if you, if you believe that way then you're denying a lot of things about life yeah and modern life yeah. that you wanted me to teach
1: you right hablando
0: español carla
1: hablando 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 español okay so let's start with Drawing, how do you say drawing?
0: Drawing is dibujar. Yes. Dibujar.
1: Dibujar. Next one, concept.
0: Concept. Concept is concepto.
1: Yes. Concepto? Concepto.
0: That sounds weird, but Mm alright. Sounds too easy. Concepto.
1: Yes. Next one is form.
0: Form, forma. Yes. These words, these words are kind of like just derivative of each other.
1: Next one is geometric.
0: <laughs> ah, okay, that's a good one. Geometric. Geometrico. Yeah. Geometrico. 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 Hel- 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 Hel-metrico. Hel-metrico. Hel- with that G. All right, got it. Geometrico. Texture texture textura yes got it
1: principles
0: principles ooh almost got me I was about to say principales principles is principios yes yeah you see I I almost got tricks good
1: good Um, next one guide
0: guide guide is guia
1: yes next one pattern
0: pattern is patron? yes ah, alright I'm too <laughs> wow, good for you wow you're not wrong. you're not gonna stump me this time
1: next one emphasis
0: emphasis <laughs> it's a trick one em- emphasis
1: emphasis <laughs> it's the same too easy. thing easy yeah uh, next one, unity. Unidad. Yes. Next one, balance. Balance. Yes. Um. Next one, syncretism.
0: Syncretism. That's my new word for this episode. Mm-hmm. Syncretism. Syncretismo. Syncretism?
1: Yeah. How do you know this? Wow. So next one and last one is belief.
0: Believe or belief? Believe. Believe? Creanza? No. Believe. Wow, you stumped me. That's a good one. Believe.
1: Yes, I did it, guys. <laughs> it's
0: not creanza. What's creanza?
1: Creencia.
0: Creencia is belief? Yeah. Creencia.
1: Creencia.
0: Creencia. So, what's creanza?
1: And you don't qué it's creanza, no, dónde not creanza.
0: Okay. All right. I got one for you.
1: What? No. What? How do
0: you say spirit?
1: Espíritu. Okay.
0: How do you say deity?
1: Deidad. What is it? Deidad
0: Deidad That's deity, alright How do you say How do you say religion?
1: Religion
0: How do you say ritual?
1: Ritual
0: Alright, how do you say worship?
1: Adoración
0: Really? That's different O adorar Worship worship. Adoración o adorar
1: to adore, yeah. Wow. But in in a, in a religious, religious sense, it will be adorar. There's another word for it. What? Culto. A cult. Rendir culto. Oh, really? But it's more. It, it is used more as adoración or adorar. But another word for it can be culto rendir culto.
0: Alright, and last one. How do you say goddess? Diosa. Alright, thank you. Alright, another episode in the bag.
1: Another one.
0: Uh, Next episode is going to be episode 30. Fathers and art. On Art Life, we're going to talk about how to approach teaching your child about art if you're an artist.
1: And on Culture Talk, we're going to be talking about the history of Father's Day. And at the end, hablando español.